You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Currently, we're slowly, we're slow, slowly having things be revealed in Hawklaw. But while that's going going round, we can do other quests elsewhere. Now we we're spending a lot of time in Tarn, and we found four parts. Four parts of a bone amulet that we're pretty sure is Tally's. So we're going to pop down to Tally's trading post. And show him it. Into Tally's trading post. Leave the shop. No. no. Visit his cottage. Over a steaming mug of paleo. Tally's inquires about your latest adventurous. He nods frequently and often shakes his head in disbelief. Let's relate to him your more recent and daring exploits. At length, you describe to him your experiences in Tarn, including, including your discovery of the bone amulet shards, which produces an immediate and profound change in his demeanour. The retired master adventurer suddenly straightens up in his chair and quickly and quietly asks you to repeat the later, latter part of your account. A faint smile spreads across his face as you describe to him how you came across and recovered the four pieces of the strange bone amulet. If it's not too forward of me, I would ask to have a quick peek at them, he says, staring at you intently. All right, something's happening, let's show him. Seeing no harm in the request, you remove the four shards of the bone amulet from among your belongings and lay them on the table. Tally's hops to his feet and leans across to closely examine the pieces. His faint, eye, his faint smile quickly widened into a broad grin. I knew it was still in there, he says, exhaling sharply. This, dear friend, is something I lost quite some time ago. Something I've longed to recover since the day it first left my possession. In fact, I'm prepared to pay you quite a handsome sum for it. Tallies takes his seat on the opposite side of the table and tells you he will offer you, offer you a fair reward for the amulet if you are able to recover its centrepiece. 
a seven-sided iron die. No, iron I, not die. Die. E Y E. Because the seven-sided die would make no sense. Wouldn't it be regular? The eye was taken when the amulet was smashed, he says. A woman by the name of Kriflala took the eye, and I have every reason to believe she still possesses it. You've heard stories about the adventurer named Kriflala, as she is credited with having helped to turn back a savage tide of forest trolls that assailed Western Tysa in her younger days. Now in the twilight of her years, she resides in a guarded compound east of Trithic, an ancient fortress that reportedly holds the vast treasures she acquired during a lifetime of adventure. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. I've got, I've got an ancient fortress that holds the vast treasures I've acquired during a lifetime of adventure. Kefala doesn't readily relinquish her possessions. Even those that are ill-gotten, she says. There's a bit of bad blood between us, Sir Crokington. I've no doubt she will give you a far friendlier reception than I might hope to receive. Spurred on by Tally's promise of a handsome sum, and it must be very handsome indeed if even Tally's regards it as handsome, and so far seeing no dire peril associated with the looming task. Although when you're an adventurer... Dire peril might just turn up at any time. You accept the mission and tell the retired adventurer that you do your best to acquire the Iron Eye from Kefala. Tully thanks you, though he quickly adopts a cautionary tone and warns you about something he he claims to have learned only recently. It is rumoured that she's become a master of the dark arc of necromancy. Well, Well, me too. Literally, I'm a master. I'm level 72, which makes me master level. He says, the expression on his face betraying his dislike for the magical discipline. We're not necessarily bad, it's just that a lot of us are. I tell you this only to warn you. I don't think you've anything to fear from her. Unless she feels she's being unfairly dealt with. Tally's produces a map and details for you the location of Kefala's compound. You discern that it should be a relatively easy trek, as her guarded lair is only a few miles east of Trithic. You thank Tallies for the information, and immediately begin to make preparations for the trek to Kefala's abode. It is when you start to bid the master adventurer farewell, that he produces a black cloth pouch, and, ha- and hands it to you with these Black cloth pouches, anything to do with the black cloth pouches I found in Fogborough? Probably not. You open the pouch. No, you open the pouch, Tally's... No, then it's not mysteriously heavy. You open the pouch Tally has given you, and surprised to discover it contains eight adventure tokens. Woohoo! Yay, I've not even done it yet. There'll be some more for you, my friend. When you turn to me with the iron eye, he says. This means a great deal to me, Sir Crokington. I thank you for agreeing to see me, agreeing to, to see after this matter. Tallies prepares two more steaming mugs of paleo and hands you one of the vessels. I wish you luck, of course, says Tallies, as you enjoy the hot, flavourful drink. I hope to see you back here quite soon.
please note, to continue adventure, play a visit to Trithic and look for the Eye That Binds. Indeed, adventures for this location. Okay. Location. Thank you, Bob. Alright. Hmm. I wonder. My residence is near Twithick. Her residence is near Twithick. I wonder. It is possible that we're neighbours. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Because you can't really expect it to be brought up because. Well, well we could bring it up, but there's still really no bother point to it, so. Anyway, here's Twithick. Alright, adventures for this location, the Eye That Binds. You set out at dawn, heading east from Twithick, towards the guarded compound of Kifala, in the hopes of acquiring the Iron Eye. Let us begin. You set out at dawn, heading east from Twithick, towards the guarded compound of the famed but retired adventure Kifala, in the hope of acquiring the Iron Eye, that will serve to complete the bone amulet you discovered in Tar. Tally's eagerness to see the amulet reformed is curious, though you suspect he may place some sentimental value upon the strange object. A few hours east of the city, you turn north along a well-kept road that cuts through a narrow band of forest and arrive shortly at the towering iron gates of a walled compound. Peering through the gates, you note several smaller stone buildings and a grand hall situated amidst the lush, sprawling grounds of the magnificent abode. You arrive at the gate soon, brings forth a pair of chain-clad guardsmen who promptly inquire about the nature of your business. When you reveal that you seek, seek to address Kithala, word is sent into the compound's main hall. An eye is immediately... An answer is, is received only a few minutes later, and the gates are immediately open. Well, seems to be going easily so far. The two guardsmen guide you across the courtyard filled with imposing statues and into the Grand Hall. Uh, I'm just taking notes here. Stuff I could do in my Grand Residence there. Just inside the structure's heavy, iron-banded doors, you are greeted by the sorceress herself. Githala bows. And you politely return the gesture. Welcome, Sir Crowninchens, he says. Your visit is certainly an unexpected pleasure. Githara appears considerably younger than what you've heard a reported age to be. Well, magic pro pro prolongs life, so... That, that makes sense. The tall sorceress, her long black hair flecked with grey, tells you she has heard many extraordinary and heroic tales Tales detailing your various exploits throughout the realm. It's encouraging to know this spirit of adventure has not yet perished, she says. So much of what we once held, oh dear, is now gone, I'm afraid. The tales of your adventures harken back to a more glorious age, Sherlock Kingdom. I, I doubt very much that I'm alone in my belief that you are largely for thank to thank for keeping us strange and wonderful profession alive. When she learns of the reason for your visit, Kifala seems somewhat taken aback. I must admit I had not heard that name in quite some time, she says, when you make mention of tallies. It's good to know that he remembers me. 
though I dare say I wouldn't wager that he would ever forget our last meeting. Yitokithaluk, you come seeking the iron eye for the bone amulet. Almost immediately, she adopts a cool, guarded demeanour. Tally should have come himself, if it's the eye of the amulet he's after, he says. A tone notably less friendly than it was only moments ago. Still, I'm glad to have had the opportunity to have met you, Sir Crokington. Gifala reaches beneath her tunic and draws out an ornate, seven-sided iron token. Seven-sided iron token dangling from a thin chain. She holds the object up for you to see. Oh, I'm thinking there will be quests involved in getting this. This is the eye of the amulet, she says. The amulet is the legendary Ironheart amulet. A gift from Tallies many years ago. A gift he later attempted to steal back. The thieves he had pursued me into Tarn never returned from the ruined city. I smashed the amulet in Tarn and left with the eye. Now no matter what he is told you, or will tell you, I have given you the true account. Okay, I admit there's probably something... More to this than, than what Tallies is saying. It probably wasn't just loss, but... Uh, I, I think you're lying too. Honestly, yeah. Well, well, it just depends. Well, if you try to kill me, I'm going to assume you're lying. Githala fingers the iron piece hanging on the edge of the chain. I'm afraid I cannot be persuaded to relinquish the eye to just anyone, she says. You're hardly just anyone, however, Sir Wokington. Take it. It's now yours. Well, that was easy. Kithala removes the seven-sided iron token from the end of the chain and hands it to you. She tells you to press it into impression as formed in the middle of the amulet shards when they're placed together. The eye that binds, she says. It once bound more than just the amulet, but, well, all such things are doomed to pass with time. Pass with time. Okay, I'm pretty sure that Kithala used to be Tally's lover. But, things fall apart. You follow instructions, and the instant the iron eye is fitted into the small hollow, the centre of the shards, the amulet shimmers and becomes whole. I no longer have the bone amulet fragment because I have the full thing, the iron heart amulet. This has its neck its armour for your neck, it is of course magical, provides three melee weighting and three stamina points, two body, one mind, four spirit. So I think even when even when this was released that was not as good as the sort of things you'd easily find. For example, the snake's head medallion, which was which was available a year or two before this. That provides five 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 to the base stats. This magical bone amulet is made up of the four shards you discovered in the lower wounds of Tarn and the seven-sided iron centerpiece given to you by the sorceress Kithala. The iron heart amulet, Kithala says, gazing longingly at the object resting in the palm of your hand. 
you would be wise to accept whatever payment tallies is offered you for it. It is of no particular value to anyone but him. But you can tell him he need not still bear all grudges. A strange look passes over the sorceress's face as her eyes remain fixed on the amulet. Still, she says, it is difficult to part with such a thing. Perhaps I'd better make sure you're worthy to possess it. The sound of movement in the hall behind you serves as your first inkling that not all is white here. Hmm, what's all, what's going on? A legion of twelve skeletal warriors stand shoulder to shoulder across the hall behind you. Their decayed away of ancient weaponry drawn at the wedding. You are immediately reminded of Tally's warning that Kefala was rumoured to have become a master in the art of necromancy. The thing is, if you'd said, all right, I will give you this if you fight these skeletons, I'd have been... That have been perfectly fine. But the thing is, you you sprung the skeletons on me unexpected. That's the that that's that's wooed. It's wooed. You don't it it breaks the rules of hospitality. If some if someone's your guest, you don't have skeletons attack them. It's wooed. Do not have skeletons attack people when they're your guest. It's very, very wooed. You glance back at Kithala. But the sorceress remained stotic, showing no discernible reaction to the unsettling development. Times they seem to have minds of their own, she says flatly. Pay them no mind, Sir Crokington. The game's only just begun. Their deployment might not even prove necessary. Githara's eyes suddenly adopt a wild look as her stare blazes with unnatural intensity. Stabbing pain shoots through your head as the sorceress launches a powerful sonic attack that tears into your psyche. Okay, now. I think you're trying to kill me. Hmm. Hmm. Honestly, it's probably going to be very difficult for you, you and Tallies to be friends again after this. Right, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit. Got to get 100 or more. Or my head explode. Pick now. 104 success. By sheer force of will, you manage to stave off the damaging effects of Kefala's powerful mental attack. Winded, and with your heart pounding, you step boldly towards the sorceress. You take in less than three steps when he, towards Kefala when a second psionic attack assails your psyche. Driving you to your knees as the icy fingers stab into the very fabric of your mind. Picking a number. Bonus for 60. 20 from mind. 20 from aura. 20 from spirit. Gotta get a 100 or more. Or have brain wounds. Pick now. 82. Failure. Oh, my head, my head, my head. Kithala's second sonic assault has taken a devastating toll on your mind and body. 16 damage, but I can just heal that. Fortunately, it didn't reduce my level reserve. Could have, sometimes it does, but it didn't. As you struggle to shake off the lasting effects of Kifar's powerful mental attack, a shield hiss from behind you warns you of the approach of the sorcerer's undead legion. Oh yeah, those two. 
as you stagger to your feet and turn to find the first of the bone warriors swiftly closing in. Alright, yep, we've already got Tiara's staff equipped. The armoured skeleton swiftly drawing up to you, hisses wildly as he prepares to strike a deadly blow with his ancient weapon. You bravely engage the first of your twelve undead foes. It's an undead skeleton. Your vicious undead foe savagely assails you. Chiara staff does a plus twelve MR against this. But of course it'd have been a three plus no matter what. Nine XP. You step back from the shattered remains of your slain skeletal foe and prepare to engage the next of the sorceress's fearsome minions. The spear-wielding skeleton swiftly drawing up to you hisses wildly as it prepares to strike you a deadly blow with its ancient weapon. You bravely engage the second of your two undead foes as a spear-wielding skeleton oops, savage blow for 15 damage as it savagely assails you. Yes, and it is slain. Another 8 XP. You step back from the shattered remains of your slain skeletal foe and prepare to engage the next of the sorceress's fearsome minions. The skeleton guardsman, swiftly drawing up to you, hisses wildly as prepares to strike you in a deadly blow with his ancient weapon. Alright, fighting the third one. It, it, it kind of fights like the other two. It's slain. And the sword-wielding skeleton, swiftly drawing up to you, hisses wildly as he prepares to strike at you a deadly blow with his ancient weapon. His number four. Oh, I'm just. I'm going to be quick combating these from now on. Nine XP. The bone swordsman, quickly drawing at you, hisses as he prepares to strike you a deadly blow with his ancient weapon. Quick combat. It is slain. Nine XP. You step back from the shattered remains of your slain skeletal foe. And prepare to engage the next of the sorceress's fearsome minions. The, another bone swordsman. And uh, another bone swordsman. I think, think they're kind of random. Bone swordsman. And here's number nine. That's an armoured skeleton. Spear wielding skeleton. Of course, they could probably be armoured and skeletal warrior. It's a skeletal warrior. Do 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 Skeletal warrior. Do 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 and so on. Nine XP. The armoured skeleton swiftly drawing up to hisses wildly as prepares to strike you an eight deadly blow with its ancient weapons. An armoured skeleton. Your vicious undead foe savagely assails you. He only deals you a savage blow for 8 damage. And it is slain. 9 XP. The last of Kefala's skeletal minions. Well, for now at least. Crumples into a heap at your feet. With the last of Kefala's skeletal minions. Now a shattered pile of bone on the floor before you. You turn to face a sorceress. And boldly demand to know the motive behind the treacherous attacks. I'd hope to collect my back my amulet here, she says, her voice remote, devoid of any discernible emotion. No matter though, for the game is only beginning. I'll just as easily acquire it in my labyrinth when I pick it off your corpse. You leap forward, prepared to engage her, but a sudden and blinding flash of light fills the hall, 
The instant, a swirling black portal opens beneath your feet. You plum- plunge into the inky vortex and tumble through a lightless void. Picking a number. Bonus of 76. 20 from agility, 20 from body, 18 from thievery, and 18 from on our combat. Gotta get 100 or more, or presumably I'll clonk my head on something when I stop falling. Pick now. 174 success. You nimbly land on your feet in the middle of a wide and dark stone corridor. I sort of spread myself out a bit, which slowed my fall. In a matter of moments, your reliable light is showing your new surroundings with its revealing is showing your new, new surroundings with revealing luminescence. The broad stone corridor now illuminated by the radiance of your trusted light source extends to the north and south it disappears into dense gloom. There is no sign of the portal for which you fell to arrive here. As you struggle to record precisely what Kithara said only moments ago, the voice of the treacherous sorcerer wings out, seemingly from all directions. The game is deadly, but fair. Kithara's voice echoes along the passage. Find your way out of the labyrinth, and you will keep the amulet you've made whole. And your life. If you should perish here, I will have no trouble taking my restored treasure from your corpse. You boldly call out to the sorceress, demanding he provide you with a way out of her maze. Defeat, defeat the freer flame and set the corners of fire, issues the chilling voice of Kithala from the darkness said. This should prove a simple task for one of your heralded abilities. You again shout out for Kuthala from release from the labyrinth, but your bold request is met with silence. As you begin to study your newfound surroundings, the sorceress's final words repeat in your mind. Defeat the three aflame and set the corners of fire. Alright, I assume the three aflame are some sort of monsters... And there must be some sort of torches we've got to light. Or flaming bowls or some such. Okay, okay. You're standing in the very spot you landed on when you fell into Kithara's gloomy and perilous labyrinth. You know that you must, without delay, find your way out of this maze. Or you will surely perish somewhere in its twisting passages. Okay. Well, it looks like this this dungeon consists of a lot of very small wings. I'm on the western side of the north northwest wing. I go north one. The north wall of this bend in the corridor admits a bright gold glow. In almost the exact centre of this glowing wall is a small impression. Both the size and shape of the impression seem vaguely familiar. Hmm. Let's see. Let's try the Ironheart amulet. Let's use that. You you press the Ironheart amulet into impression. The amulet fits perfectly, and after a few minute moments, the wall begins to emit a bright, bright green glow. All right, and I can use it again. Bright silver glow. Use it again. Bright green glow. Let's let's keep it green for now. 
To the east, you can see a dark object that seems to... Your lonely footfalls echo eerily as you move along the shadowy corners of the strange labyrinth. To the east, you can see a dark object that seems to hang in mid-air. That's on the northeast side of this wing. To the west, you can see a strange glow, which we've just started off. Okay. What's that? A heavy iron blow bell dangles over the centre of this section of the corridor. A thick length of rope dangles out from the bell, offering the means by which to wing the oddly placed object. Well, since it's there, wing the bell. You take hold of the rope dangling down from the bell and give it a solid tug. The bell tolls once. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bells sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade into silence. Suddenly, somewhere in distance, you can sound what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Okay, let's wing the bell again. You take hold of the sto- of the rope hanging down the bell and give it a solid duck tug. The bell tolls twice. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Alright. To the east, you can see an iron-plated section of the corridor. Alright, so we've got a, now we've got a little bridge between the northwest wing and the north wing. The sudden clatter of bones, accompanied by a series of, of loud hisses, signals the arrival of one of the undead guardians that prowl Kithala's deadly maze. You quickly draw yourself into a defensive stance as a one-armed skeletal stalker emerges from the gloom ahead. One-armed skeletal stalker, begin combat. Your vicious undead foe savagely assails you. Savage blow for 11 damage, but nevertheless, it is slain. 5 XP. Following your victory, you spend a few moments listening for any sign that more Kifala's done dead may be lurking nearby. Well, they are, but just not very nearby. At last satisfied, there are no more enemies at hand. You once again resume your exploration of the sinister labyrinth. Okay, let's see, let's cross this iron palated corridor. The walls, ceiling and floor of this section of the corridor are covered by thick iron plating. You study the metal and wonder what its significance might be as you make your way along the passage. Alright, yep, and, and there's a northern wing and just to the east of that is another wing. Okay. A sudden clatter of bones, accompanied by a series of loud hisses, signals the arrival of one of the undead guardians that prowl Kithara's deadly mage. Maze. You quickly draw yourself into defensive stance as the headless bone as a headless bone warrior emerges from the gloom ahead. Headless bone warrior. Box. So where do I stab? Begin combat. 
The fish's undead foe savagely assails you, but it is slain. Didn't even get any hits in. 5 XP. Following your victory, you spend a few moments listening for any sign that any more of your father's undead may be lurking nearby. At last satisfied there are no more enemies at hand, you once again resume your exploration of the sinister labyrinth. Alright, just wandering around. To the south you can see a dark object that seems to hang in mid-air. And that's in the southeast corner of the northern wing. There's... A thick iron bell hangs over the centre of this section of the corridor. A thick length of rope dangles out from the bell, offering them the means by which to ring the oddly placed object. Ring the bell! You take hold of the rope dangling from the bell and give it a solid tug. The bowl tolls once. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence somewhere, suddenly, somewhere in the distance. You can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Wing it again. You take hold of the rope dangling, hanging down for the bell and give it a solid tug. tug. The, bowl, the bell twirls twice. Dong! reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Alright, wing it again! You take hold of the rope dangling for the bell and give it a solid chunk, solid tug. Dong! Reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Somewhere, suddenly, somewhere, somewhere in the distance, hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Okay, we've now got a passage, an iron-plated corridor passage, to the northeast wing. All right, and in the corner. Here's some. Here's another one dead. It's an axe wielding skeletal guard. Just gonna quick combat that. Five XP. And it concludes like the previous two concludes. The north, you can see a strange glow. The north wall at this bend in the corridor emits a bright green glow. Almost in the exact centre of the glowing wall is a small impression. Both the size and shape of the impression seem vaguely familiar. Let's go use our, am our Ironheart amulet again. You press, you press the Ironheart amulet into the impression. The amulet fits perfectly, and after a few moments, the wall begins to emit a bright silver glow. Alright, if I use it again, it's green. I'm going to stick, stick it on silver. Oh, bright gold glow. And we've got a bright blue glow, bright green glow. Uh, well, I have no idea what colour it is. I'll keep it on silver for now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, in the northwest corner of the northeast wing, there's the bell again. Another bell. Let's wing it. You take hold, or hold of the boat rope dangling down from the bell and give it a solid tug. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bells sounding pass along the shud- shuddery corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Wing it again. You take hold of the rope hanging dang, hanging down for the bell and give it a solid tug. Dong! Dong! A reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Alright, another passage has appeared. It's not in the north it's not in the northeast wing or the north wing. No, it's in fact in the northwest wing. And it's going down to the west wing. Where there isn't a president because it's a different it's a west wing with an R, not a W. The walls the floor the walls, ceiling and floor of this section of the corridor are covered by thick Iron plating. You study you study the metal and wonder what its significance might be as you make your way along the passage. Alright. And in the southeast corner of that wing is another bell. I'm just gonna wing the bell. You take hold of the bell, hanging down from the bell. Hanging the rope hanging down from the bell and give it a solid tug. The reverberating echoes of the bells sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Alright, some... something... what happens if I ring the bell again? Dong! Dong! Stone grating upon stone. Ring the bell again. Stone grating on stone, three dongs. Now, and then a click. Alright. Something, a passage has appeared somewhere. Just gonna look, look along. Maybe it's in the northeast passage, because I've already. Hissing bone wire attacks. Just gonna quick combat that. Another 5xp. Yep, we've got a passage from. Passage from the northeast. 
to east and none of those iron plated corridors between them and the northwest corner of that one after fighting a cloaked skeletal something is another is another one of those bells a heavy iron bell hangs over the center of this section of the corridor a thick length of rope dangles out of the bell offering you the means by which to wing the ugly placed object wing the bell you take hold of the rope hanging down with the bell and give it a solid tug Dong! the reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence suddenly somewhere in the distance you hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone let's wing it again you take hold of the rope dangling down from the bell and give it a solid tug. The bell trolls twice. The reverberating echoes of the bell's sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Alright, a passage is opened up somewhere. Time to explore... Oh, a sword-wielding skeleton guardian has appeared. Let's fight it manually. Savagely assails you. It fights like all the rest of them. And it is slain. Another fight of XP. Apparently there's an unlimited supply of skeletons. Maybe she just found a flame, a plague pit or something. Or maybe she puts them together again after I smash them. The corridor ahead is suddenly filled with a flickering crimson glow. As a flaming skeleton lurks into view. Oh, this is new. The, f the burning, fleshless undead menace staggers in your direction. Its flame-enveloped arms outstretched towards you. This is a new one. It's a flaming skeleton. It's still a 3+. The flaming skeleton reaches out to you with its clawed, burning hands. I think, I think, I think we have to slay some of these to solve the puzzle. Okay, it's nearly done, and it is slain. 38 experience, and 64 experience to general. Yes, this is an important undead. A fierce blaze of crimson flame. Crimson flame engulfs the skeleton as it crumples to the floor of the passage. In seconds, your slain undead foe has been reduced to a smouldering pile of ash. You spot a feeble red glow seeping from somewhere in amongst your possessions. Well, let's check the the uh, the Ironheart amulet. That yes, it emits a feeble red glow, but stats are still the same, so it's, no, it's not something like that. All right, northwestern wing, and yes, yes, it's south of that. The corridor head is suddenly filled with a flickering crimson glow as the flaming skeleton lurches into view. The burning, fleshless undead menace staggers in your direction. Its flame-enveloped arms outstretched towards you. It's another flaming skeleton. You engulf by the flames of your enemies attack for five damage, while the flaming skeleton reaches out for you with his clawed, burning hands. I'm engulfed again for 13 damage, but now I'm just now I'm just bashing it. Engulf me again for 13 damage, but it is slain. 38 experience and 64 experience to general. A fierce blaze of crimson flame engulfs the skeleton. 
as it crumples to the floor of the passage. In a second, your slain undead foe has been reduced to a smouldering pile of ash. You spot a bright red glow seeping from somewhere in amongst your possessions. And that will be the Ironheart Amulet again. Which now emits a bright red glow. It's doing something. Alright. Here's another flaming skeleton. Just going to fight that. Which is out for you. It's burning hand. It engulfs me sometimes with the flames. But it is slain. Just going to take the chance to heal. 38 experience. 64 speak to general. A fierce blaze of crimson flame engulfs the skeleton. As it crumples to the floor of the passage. In seconds your slain undead foe has been reduced to a smouldering pile of ash. You spot a blazing red glow from amongst your possessions. I think that's all of them we have to deal with. Or at least I think so. On Art Amulet, it emits a blazing red glow. The east, you can see a dark object seems to hang in the air. Well, we've already done that one. Alright, southwestern wing, another dark object, let's wing, a heavy iron belt hangs over the centre of the pa pass section of this, centre of this section of the corridor, in the northeast corner of the southwest wing. A thick length of rope dangles out of the bell, offering you the means by which to wing the oddly placed object. Wing the bell. You take hold of the rope dangling from the bell and give it a solid chug. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bell's sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Let's wing it again! You take hold of the rope dangling down from the bell and give it a solid tug. Dong! A reverberating echoes of the bells sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade into silence. Suddenly, somewhere distant, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. One more wing. You take hold. Hold of the rope dangling from the bell and give it a solid tug. The bell tolls. Dong! Reverberating echoes of the bell sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in distance, you could hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Alright, we've now got the way from the southwest to the south co southern corridor to the, to the southern wing opened up. Alright, most of the wings are opened. It's an armoured skeletal stalker. Just going to quick combat that. It's another 5 XP. Alright, to the west, it's another corner. The south wall of this bend in the corridor emits a bright silver glow. Almost the exact centre of the glowing wall is a small impression. Both the size and shape of the impression seem vaguely familiar. Yep, time to use the Ironheart amulet there. You press the Ironheart amulet into the impression. The amulet fits perfectly 
and after a few moments, the wall begins to emit a bright red glow. That, that's uh, that, that's that's what I think it should be. All right, through the walls, floors, and ceiling of this section of the corridor, covered by thick iron plating, you study the metal and wonder what its significance might be as you make your way along the passage. I'm now in the southern wing. There's a helm skeletal guardian. Just gonna bash that. And to the east is another one of those wings. One of those bells. Which I'm going to wing. A heavy iron bell dangles over the centre of this section of the corridor. A thick length of rope dangles out of the bell. Offering you the means by which to wing the awkwardly placed object. Wing the bell. You take hold, take hold of the rope dangling down from the bell and give it a solid tug. Dong! The reverberating echoes of the bell's sounding pass along the shadowy corridor and slowly fade to silence. Suddenly, somewhere in the distance, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone, followed by a loud click. Oh, and this has opened the way to the southeastern wing. Just got through the iron plating bit, and in the... And in the southeast corner is something. The, s the small south wall that is bending in the corridor emits a bright blue glow. Almost the exact centre of the glowing wall is a small impression. Both the shape and size impression seem vaguely familiar. Use the amulet. Bright gold glow. Oh no, red glow. Bright gold glow. Bright red glow. Alright, let's go west. Life isn't peaceful there because there are skeletons. Alright, I think we've uncut we've unlocked everything we can. To get to the centre, we're gonna have to get the to get all the amulets to the white colour. I'm I'm gonna go for red, because that just seems like a more fire colour. Bright red glow for the for the southwest. Okay, making my way north to the northeastern to the northeastern glow bit. Alright. Bright green glow, Ironheart Amulet. Bright gold glow, I don't want that. Bright red glow. Alright, and now moving over to the northeast corner of the entire dungeon, which is the northeast corner of the northeast wing. Passing through some various things on the way. Use the Ironheart Amulet again. Bright gold glow. Bright gold glow, don't want that. Bright silver, don't want that. Bright silver, no, I thought, no, I don't want, I already had a bright silver. Bright gold, I don't want bright gold, I want bright red. Bright, bright gold. Bright, bright gold again, no, no, keep changing. Emit a bright silver glow.
Okay, now keep, keep, you're going to keep using the wing. Bright red glow. Suddenly. Oh, yes, yes. Apparently it was, they were supposed to be red. A shudder runs through the floor beneath your feet, and a distant sound of stone grating upon stone reaches your ears. After several moments, the tremors subside, and the sound, fa sound fades to silence. Alright. And now, headless skeletal warrior gets in my way, but not for long. Now I can get towards the center wing. Which you can enter from, from the east, north, south, and presumably west. I can't see the west side, but I presume as much. Hissing skeletal stalker. Quick combat that. 5 XP. Past the iron plated section. Now we're in the middle wing. 256 experience to general. You step out of the iron corridor and into a hall constructed entirely out of large blocks of smooth white stone. Ornate lamps hanging from the walls at, irreg at regular intervals provide a bright, flickering luminescence that affords little haven for the shadows that filled the previous portions of, of Kiartha's. Kifala's Labyrinth. You turn back to glance at the Iron Corridor, only to find it's no longer there. A solid wall of white stone now exists in the place of the passage that you stepped through holy moments ago. Oh, well, bugger, I'm stuck here then. Well, well, I don't know. I should look around first before I panic. Suddenly, the sudden appearance of Kifala from around the bend in the passage just ahead freezes you in your tracks. The sorceress smiles and bows deeply as she reaches the centre of the corridor. You're one of only a few that ever made it through, she says. As you might have already discovered, however, you have yet to find the way out. It may, it may, I'm afraid, prove to be a rather long search. A search for a door that doesn't exist. Hey, hey, hey! That's unfair! You can put me in a dungeon. That's the sort of thing you just get used to in your adventure. You should probably should have told me in advance, but it's alright. I'll accept it. But, that but if you solve the puzzle and you defeat the boss, you get out of the dungeon. Those are the walls. Those are the walls. You angrily demand that Kithala reveal the exit from this labyrinth. In response to your request, she only frowns. The game is not yet over, said Quokington. Githara's eyes suddenly adopt a wild look as her stare blazes you with unnatural intensity. Stabbing pain shoot through your head as the sorceress launches a powerful psionic attack that tears into your psyche. Picking a number, bonus of 60, 20 from mine, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit... Gotta get a hundred or more, or my head explode. Pick now! 119, success. Unexploded head. Woohoo! By the sheer might of your will, you manage to stave off the damaging effects of Kithala's powerful psionic attack. Winded, and with your head still aching, you stagger to your feet, ready to engage the treacherous sorceress. Kithara raises both of her hands and the silence that fills 
The white stone corridor is shattered by a series of chilling rails. You spin around to find yourself confronted by a pair of ghastly apparitions floating swiftly along, along the passage. Ah! You do ghosts and skeletons. The two ghosts appear vaguely human, for you can make out only only scant features beneath the, the flowing grey robes that conceal their phantasmal forms. You boldly assume a defensive stance and prepare for battle as the first of the hideous spirits surges forward and attacks its railing ghost. The sinister apparition reaches out for you. You feel weaker as your opponent drains energy from your body. That's 11 energy. Okay. Drains 10 energy from me. And then 12, but it is slain. 6xb. The second wailing spirit floats forward and swipes out of you with its glowing, cloth-draped limbs. You, got, you dodge the ghost's initial attack and quickly counter it. It's a wailing ghost. The sinister apparition reaches out for you. I swing my staff of it. It drains 11 damage from me. Okay, and it is slain. 6x3. The second spirit's wails fade to whispers and then silence as the gruesome apparition dissipates into a cloud of mist before promptly vanishing. Gifala folds her arms and fixes her cold stare upon you. This game has reached its end, she says. Give me the amulet, and you will be allowed to leave these halls. Refuse, and I will entomb you here. Now, I could just give her the amulet, but I said I'd get it. I could demand to be shown the way out of the labyrinth, or I could just attack her, because I think I think she, I think she, she she's I think she's crossed a few lines by now. What does divination say? She succeeded. Four XP to divination. You discern that Kefala is telling the truth, and she will provide you with a way out of the labyrinth in exchange for the amulet. Strange enough, you can sense no strong awe of evil surrounding the sorceress. Alright, I guess she's not evil, just just a bit mad. You know, in both senses of the word, at least. I could give her the amulet, but... Tally's is going to pay me a lot for it, so I want to keep it. No, let's demand to be shown the way out of the labyrinth. Kifaros sighs. The frowning sorceress places her hands on her hips. You're quite similar to the man on whose behalf you made this perilous little journey, she says. Her voice devoid of any hint of malice. I only wanted to make certain you earned their peace. As you wish, keep it. You know what, if you just said, here's a dungeon you have to do to do, to do it, I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded at all. It's just normal adventurer stuff. You get used to it. If you just if you'd said, okay, well I'll give you this, but there's a dungeon you should do first. I've made a dungeon. There's a puzzle. There's undead. Yeah, if you okay, you 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 here's the form. You consent. All right. Yes, if I I will go into this dungeon, I will not sue you if I die. 
tallies will not get angry. And, force, and henceforth, if I, if I do complete this dungeon, blah, 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 I get the amulet. Amulet, and if, if neither of these things are fulfilled, we may sue. And so on. You know, you know, you know just do, you do, you know, do a, a wit of dungeonification. You know, you know, when you, when you go into someone else's dungeon, you have to, you have to sign a waiver. Because, you know, the most of the, the things you normally do in dungeons, in most circumstances, they would be super illegal. But if you didn't do it, it wouldn't be any, wouldn't be a proper dungeon. Githala holds up her white hand. At first, nothing appears to happen. But a quick glance to your light reveals a deep, steep stair ascending into the shadow where a solid wall stood only moments ago. Get out of here, she says. I give my regards to Tallies. Githala slowly but steadily begins to fade from view. In a matter of seconds, there is no longer any sign of the sorceress. You promptly make for the stairs. You've climbed less than ten of the stairs when you're plunged into total darkness. Your mind races. You begin to wonder whether you've walked into a sinister trap. After only a few moments, however, a bright light stabs through the shadows, and you suddenly find yourself outside, at the edge of the edge of the forest, with no sign of the stairs you just ascended. Immediately your gaze is drawn to the north, where it falls upon the compound of the treacherous sorceress. You hardly recognise it. The collection of crumbling buildings, rising out of the grassy wide expanse inside the toppled outer wall, looks nothing like the well-kept compound you entered only a short while ago. To your left sends the decayed, mangled remains of the mighty gates. That's you, that that first confronted you when you arrived at the sorceress's abode. You clearly recall waiting behind the formidable iron barrier while you waited for a guardsman to send word of your arrival, almost due north, rising above several smaller piles of debris, are the moss-covered remains of the grand hall wherein you encountered Cathala. All appearances seem to indicate, despite your obvious misgivings, the compound has been abandoned for many years and has subsequently fallen into ruin. Puzzled by the strange and unexpected turn of events, you turn and slowly make your way along the uneven, overgrown road leading away from the lair of the sorceress. The relatively short trek from Kifera's seemingly long abandoned compound back to Trithic passes without incident. Despite having escaped from the sorceress's perilous maze, you can't help but shake the notion that now, that some, somehow, something is now forever changed. After a brief stop in Twithick, and, and a well-deserved flagon at one of the Witherport's more reputable taverns, you make your way to the Tally's trading post, where you find the retired master adventurer eagerly awaiting your return. He welcomes you a seat and offers you a seat at his cluttered table as he hastily removes a large leather-brown ledger and several pouches before moving over to tend a pot of paleo on the hearth. Without waiting to be, having to be asked, you launch into a detailed account of your visit to Kithala's compound. You relate to Tallies all the important pieces of your encounter with the treacherous Kithala 
and your subscription trials in a deadly labyrinth. When you tell him that you possess the completed amulet, you note a glimmer of excitement in the aging adventurer's eyes. His demeanour rapidly rebounds, however, and he simply nods and smiles as you conclude your brief but detailed account. You're somewhat taken aback when Atali's asked whether or not you'd like to keep the Iron Heart amulet instead of returning turning to him for the for the reward as you as you for the reward you were promised. She's only fair to allow you the choice, he says. You were, after all, the one who made it whole again. I leave the matter entirely up to you. If you choose to part with it, I'll give you twenty four adventure tokens, woo and ten thousand goats. Also pretty nice. You carefully consider the master adventurer's option offer. Well, obviously, I'm I, well. Well, the amulet is pretty much useless to me, and it's not like it's got any sentimental value. Accept his offer and give him the amulet. You hand Tally's the amulet. He, glee, he eagerly accepts it, accepts it, and smiles while repeatedly turning it over in his hand. Yep, he's got it now. Tally's places the small, a small chest on the table and flips back the lid, revealing a small black pouch filled with adventure tokens and a large quantity of gold. That's 24 adventure tokens and 10,000 gold tokens. You've earned every bit of that, he says, smiling. Can't quite thank you enough, Sir Crokington. The master adventurer seems overjoyed to once again be in possession of the reformed amulet. He studies it intently for quite some time before placing it in his pocket. Perhaps someday I'll tell you the story about the amulet, but not today. He says, I need to make certain it's kept safe this time. Now, don't go washing off dust yet, says Tallies, as he moves over to tend to a large iron kettle hanging low of the glowing coals of his hearth. There's venison, a bit of rabbit, pluck fowl and termites in his pot. Not to mention a good a bit of good witch stock. We've also got a cask of some of Twithick's best ale on hand. Payment on a debt, mind? Well, I assume Tally's I assume Tally's has a lot of people who are in debt to him, you know, cause have having done all the heroism for a few decades. Tully's motions for you to take a seat at his table, and he busies himself at the fire, as for a few moments he sits down across from you and sighs. Now, we've a little while before all that's ready, so tell me all about your little excursion. Don't leave anything out, just a moment. Let me fetch the payload before it frosts over. With that, the retired Master Adventurer leaps up from his chair and rushes to the side of the bubbling paleo pot. Suddenly, he turns back to you with a thoughtful expression spreading across his face. The eye that binds, he says. That's what some have called it, you know. Ah, well. Let me just tend to this paleo a moment before it makes us both sorry. And that is the end of this adventure, the eye that binds. And we get 8,192 experience to general. 
and 1,022 and 24 experience to all skills and powers. That's very, very nice. Especially with all, especially once you add all the ATs and the gold and the combat experience. Well, not that much combat experience, but still. A very rewarding adventure for something that only took a little bit over an hour. And that was, you know, with me weeding it aloud, which always makes it take a little bit longer. A bit yeah. It Yeah, getting the parts for it took longer. Because you had to find the four... The four... You had to unlock the lower wounds of Tarn. And then you had to go there at least three or four times to get the... To get the amulet fragments... But you were getting a lot of XP on the way, so it's definitely definitely a very rewarding adventure. Anyhow, so what shall we be doing next? Hmm. What shall we do next? Now, there's still a bit more stuff in town, but only one more thing, so. I think the next, in a next small while, there will be another, another town episode, just finishing off all the things that are currently there. But what, what shall we do next? Maybe we'll do... What shall we do next? Whilst we... Slowly advance the crumbling tower thing. Hmm. Well, well, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll find out at the time. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.